BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita and let's begin. Welcome to episode 134 of the Love Food Podcast. I'm Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. How is your food peace journey going? Are you new to this process of letting go of diets? Well, if you are, welcome. And I hope this episode gives you some fuel to continue to move on. But maybe you're someone who has read intuitive eating, you've heard of health at every size, yet you're still not satisfied with the results. I don't like saying that word results because I feel like it makes it like diet culture. But for a lot of us, that's the way our brain is wired to think about it. That if intuitive eating works, well, then we're going to be thinner, that we're going to eat more fruits and vegetables, that we're going to move our body more. If you've never heard of intuitive eating, well, that's a book that was written by dietitians in the 90s, Evelyn Triboli and Elise Resch. It's research-based. I think there's 80-plus research studies now on how it promotes health and healing. And it's a way for those of you at Diet Rock Bottom, those who are like, I cannot go on another diet, it's a tool to move forward, to relearn to eat without dieting. And it's something that I've been using myself and also teaching clients for the last 20 years. So for many people, though, they think that if they do an intuitive eating um, process, if they read the book and they follow the rules, their body will naturally get thinner. And I have a letter from someone who is really frustrated because that hasn't happened yet. And I can't wait to dive into this because this is a really, really common stuck point for many people when they're at diet rock bottom. And that diet rock bottom place is such an exhausting space to be in. 
So I don't want you to be there for very long if I can help it, because I want you to move forward and join the movement to reject diets, to opt out of diet culture, and to help other people to feel more at home in their own skin. Before we get to this episode's letter, a word from our sponsor. This episode of a Love Food Podcast is brought to you by my PCOS and Food Peace course. I have a 12-step system that I've been taking people with PCOS who are diet rock bottom through to help them heal the relationship with food and promote health because diets don't work for anyone. So why would they work for PCOS? You can get access to all the details at PCOSandfoodpeace.com. If you're a dietitian wanting those tools too, I have a course for you as well. It's 20 continuing education units that has certified through the CDR, which is just a fancy term for dietitian groups that say whether or not we can educate other dietitians. And you can get access to this course at PCOSandfoodpeace.com slash dietitians. If you're a dietitian that met me at Fancy just a few weeks ago, well, hello. Thank you for checking my podcast out. I hope you enjoy. And I hope you also feel more at home in your own skin because, you know, we dietitians, we struggle as well. All right, enough of all that. Let's get to this episode's letter. Dear Food, I've been trying to make things right with you for a while now. I've been exploring intuitive eating for the last year, and we've had some successful moments together. Remember when I wasn't able to keep ice cream in the house? Now I have multiple containers, which I eat when I'm in the mood and don't think about it when I'm not. That's something I feel very proud of. I still make mistakes when it comes to our relationship. I know there are times I eat past fullness and there are times I eat when I'm not hungry. I'm trying to be as compassionate as I can with myself, but then I see myself in a mirror. I threw away my scale in October and haven't been on one since, but it's pretty obvious I've gained weight. Most of my old clothes don't fit, and getting ready for work and social events is fraught with anxiety. I have bought things in new sizes, but I cannot shake the awful feelings that almost paralyze me when I see myself. I was not somebody who needed to be weight restored. What I feared would happen, happened. I gained weight. I always thought that if I binge less and practice intuitive eating that I would somehow magically become thin. That didn't happen for me. I know I can't go back to dieting, but I also can't seem to accept myself this way. I know about body positivity, health at every size, and fat acceptance, but I just can't seem to get there. Forget about body love. I'd be happy with body neutrality. It seems impossible for me to love my body at this weight when I know I look better thinner. I don't know what to do about this food. I will not diet again, but I second guess my choices a lot. Even when I hear experts talk about intuitive eating, they always say things like, don't worry, you won't always want to eat Oreos or pizza, as if those foods are truly bad. I want to give myself freedom to eat whatever I want, but in exchange, I hate how I look. Where do we go from here, food? Love, feeling like a failure. Hey there, I know you're feeling like a failure, but I gotta tell you, you're not a failure, without a doubt. 
you're moving in the direction that many of us who work in intuitive eating and fat acceptance and body image, you're moving in the direction that I know I would recommend. And I appreciate you're in a place that is super exhausting. So I hope this message gives you some further ways to move forward or maybe just fuels the spot you're in right now. I'm so glad to hear that food has become more neutral and there's times where you can notice that happening. You talk about ice cream in in the fridge and how times you'll notice that there are multiple containers that you could care less. There are lots of times in intuitive eating work where you'll notice it's feeling like it's working, it's actually working. And you'll feel the clicks of magic and this like burst of empowerment to continue to do the intuitive eating process. And that word, that word works. That's the part that can be problematic for you and me as we're doing intuitive eating. Here's the reason why. When we consider intuitive eating working, that's putting it in diet mentality. And I've had a chance to train under Evelyn Triboli and Elise Resch, the co-authors of Intuitive Eating, and that's never what they wanted for it. In fact, they told me for their cover for Intuitive Eating, the first edition in the mid-90s, as the authors, they had absolutely no say on what the cover would look like. And one of the parts that they couldn't stand was that they said, a revolutionary program that works. Yes, because that further emphasizes that it's a magic bullet that's going to be this magical thing that's going to heal everything and, of course, also make someone smaller, make them thinner, and make them be wanting more of these good foods versus bad foods. Sometimes intuitive eating means eating more salads and fruits, and also intuitive eating at times means eating more ice cream or eating more Oreos and pizza. I'm one of those dietitians that I hope I'm able to communicate that I always want you to want Oreos and pizza, yet I feel like intuitive eating can be really complicated again because of this magic bullet kind of mentality that a lot of us just naturally go towards because of the world we live in. We want a solution and we want it now. So as you're moving through this intuitive eating process and your food peace journey, letter writer, I hope you continue to really intentionally sit with compassion as you notice these difficult parts. And here's why. When you're noticing the easier relationship with food, you're looking in the mirror and we're still living in a fat phobic world. So if your body is not looking how you want it to in order to fit in or to be deemed acceptable in our fat phobic world, That's not you doing it wrong. That's our world doing it wrong. I think intuitive eating would be so much easier if we lived in a world that was acceptable of all bodies. I would encourage you to listen to episode 123 of the Love Food Podcast. I got a chance to sit down with Amy Pershing, and she's a therapist who specializes in helping people to move along their food peace journey and recover from trauma and binge eating disorder And one of the things that she spoke about at length is that our world and its fat phobia is keeping you, letter writer, and so many other people from really healing and, you know, basking in the glow of having a relationship with food and body that is at least neutral. You know, part of what's holding you back is 
that our world is not there yet, hasn't recovered from its own eating disorder. So letter writer, I want to bring up something that really made me pause. You mentioned in your letter that you were someone who didn't need to be weight restored. My initial thought as a clinician was, how do you know? How do you know you didn't need to be weight restored? For many people I talk to, they're like, well, it's obvious I'm at a higher weight or I'm quote unquote overweight or quote unquote obese. And so why would I need to be weight restored? And something to keep in mind with all of that is that in itself is inherently fat phobic and is keeping you from medically getting what you need. And so I, of course, only know you from this paper letter writer, but I don't know what your DNA says. I don't know what your body wants to weigh, what it needs to weigh. And I don't care what a person weighs, if they've been through malnourishment and as their body is being nutritionally rehabilitated, it will get to where it needs to be. And it's not finite. You know, our body weight is not going to stay the same forever and ever. And for many, many people, as they're going through nutritional rehabilitation, which basically means they weren't eating enough and now their body's getting more adequate amounts of nutrition, as they're going through that process, their body weight will go higher. And sometimes the body weight will go a little bit lower and sometimes it won't. There's just no way to know because there are so many variables and things moving around that it's really impossible to um, make a guess that's gonna be exact and finite, like I said. We can kind of notice trends and we can use that as a guide, especially for people that I work with who are under the age of 30. If they have access to their growth charts before they dieted and before they were restricting or in the throes of an eating disorder, we can kind of look at their growth charts and see where their body was kind of trending and we can kind of guess around where they, their body wants to weigh. But again, it's just a guess. If you need to restrict your foods in order to maintain a lower weight, then that's not what your body wants to be at. That's not a health-promoting place. That's not a place that's going to keep you um, outside of disordered eating. And so I wouldn't encourage that. And I also appreciate that's a really, really tough pill to swallow. That's a really hard sell because, again, we live in a world that's not accepting of diverse body sizes Yet it's just what I've come to appreciate as a dietitian, as a food behavior expert, and a fellow human human walking along this food peace journey with you is that when we eat according to hunger and fullness cues and satiety cues, and we have access to enough food, our body's going to be where it wants to be. And sometimes that changes over time, and sometimes it's steady. It just kind of depends. I wish it was easier. I wish it was cleaner cut, but it's just not. And so as you're moving along your food peace journey, letter writer, I hope that gives you some insight just to keep moving forward. In your letter, you mentioned that you know you can't go back to dieting, but you can't seem to accept yourself the way you are right now. I call this place diet rock bottom. I actually learned that term originally from Evelyn Triboli and Elise Resch from Intuitive Eating. And it's that place of feeling stuck. Like I can't diet again, but I don't accept myself where I am right now. And again, the culture is keeping you in that place of not accepting. I know you know about health at every size and the fat acceptance movement. Dare I ask you to join us? I would love to have you along this journey. 
And I say that because what I would guess that you need are more people around you going along the same journey. And actually, I would love for you to be around people who are a few steps ahead of you, who have experienced what you've experienced already, and they can like lend you a hand and let you know that it's going to be okay. And for the times that are tough and may not feel like they're going to be okay, that they can hold your hand and help you feel safe. I would encourage you to dive into the works of Virgie Tovar, Reagan Chastain, and Sonia Renee Taylor. Those are three people that I admire greatly in this process. And those are people who are really fighting and they have been for a long time. So you may have noticed some of their blog posts or some of their books. I would encourage you to dive into them and then join as many communities you can find online if you don't have access to people in your community live. Um, use social media to help surround you with people who are along with you. I want you to see with your own eyes that your body does not need to be fixed, that you really have every right to be so fucking pissed off that you have been held down and distracted and then told it was your fault when really it's this world, our culture. We're the ones that are doing it wrong. It's not your body. So the next time you second guess your choices, maybe you're reaching for another cup of Oreos or another slice of pizza, and then you hear that shooting voice or you hear that doubting voice in your head. And because of their foods are labeled as not those good foods, makes you really doubt whether you're doing intuitive eating correctly. I want you to name that. That's fat phobia. That's our culture. That's diet culture. And I love how Christy Harrison, she's the person behind the Food Psych podcast, she says that diet culture is a life thief. And that's what it's doing to you. So call out that life thief, name it, and then give yourself compassion. And I hope you give yourself permission to enjoy those Oreos and that other slice of pizza and as much as you need. And I hope you always enjoy them because you deserve to feel satisfied with food. You deserve to have enough food. No matter what your body looks like, you deserve to feel at home in your own skin and permission to fuel it however you need. All right. I see food has written back. If you enjoyed this episode of the Love Food Podcast, I would love it if you could leave a rating review, share the episode, or subscribe. Doing any of those acts of kindness really helps the show grow. This episode of the Love Food Podcast was brought to you by my PCOS and Food Peace courses. You can get access to both of them by going to PCOSandFoodPeace.com or PCOSandFoodPeace.com slash dietitians. All right, enough of all that. I look forward to checking in with you next time. Until then, take care. Dear Feeling Like a Failure, We've loved how we are reconnecting. Things aren't always this charge, and we notice that makes you feel happy and relaxed until you look in the mirror. You're not doing it wrong. Your body is not wrong. The world and its fat phobia is keeping you from experiencing more food peace. It has you speaking of shoulds instead of compassion. Call this out as painful as it is. Join the journey with fellow body liberators. They've been waiting for you with open arms. Love, food.
thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.